What do you mean by transitions? And are we talking or are you interviewing me? Ah, uh, what's happening? You're confusing the audience. Nah, I guess if they're smart enough, they should understand. <laughs> But okay, ah, uh, <laughs> okay, we are moving. Ah. Welcome to Are We Having Fun Yet? This is episode five, and today I will be interviewing Manish. Why are we interviewing each other, though? Don't we know about each other already? But our audience does not. So <laughs> this this gives our audience an amazing opportunity to discover our fascinating lives and our aspirations and our experiences and all the intriguing details about our past experiences. Yeah, that was a rookie mistake, by the way. Never oversell you or your partner. Fascinating lives, really. Does was... living, does living, does does spending most of your life on a bunk bed in college count as fascinating life? I don't think so. That's an experience. That's a fascinating experience. Mostly negative experiences, but yeah, sure. <laughs> so. Yeah, we have plans in the future to interview a lot of people, and we thought that interviewing each other would be a really nice way to get started. Couldn't agree more. So in today's episode, we'll be talking about transitions. What do you mean by transitions? Life transitions. Mm-hmm. So let's get started. All right. What is your earliest memory of school life? I obviously remember like. My nursery and upper kg, upper kindergarten. You remember? Yeah, I vaguely do remember. I uh, I have memories. I have these abstract memories in my mind, which is just a couple of incidents, a couple of people, and you know, just the place. So I can make a rough sketch of my, you know, nursery school. I, you know, I can say that my teacher was a female. <laughs> uh, If I would see her, I would recognize her. I know for sure. Rest, I don't remember anything. I remember stuff like, you know, my mom coming to pick me up every day. You know, the journey from like the school to the house. I remember that. And then like the last day, which is like the photo day. You know, you click pictures with everyone in the class. I remember that as well. In KG. Yeah, even in KG nursery, we used to do that. Uh, you know, at the end of the year. You would do a class photo. Not on phones, you mean? No, not on phones. Like a proper class photo. I don't think phone cameras existed. Then. No, I'm saying proper yeah. like uh, film photo. Like the class photo, right? Yeah, it's yeah. class photo. I think everyone has it for pretty much every <laughs> section. So yeah. Interesting. That's so. First memory, the first memory would be just that I attended a nursery and a kindergarten school. And it was like right next to my house. So it was pretty easy for my mom to pick me up, to drop me and pick me up every day. And do you remember any of the things you used to really like and look forward to? Not really, then? dude. It's way, way back in time. I really don't remember much. So what? What would be the earliest school memory that you distinctly remember? 
that i distinctly remember like what what are you trying to ask me as in memory as in some school event or some classroom experience earliest distinct memory as far as i can remember i found it really annoying i don't know about other people but i'm pretty sure they did so back in india if you had to drink water you had to raise your hand and ask ma'am may may i drink water disrupting the whole flow of the teacher and the class use the restroom yeah exactly and restroom is still fine because when you are kids it's all right you need a hall pass you need stuff but for drinking water we had to take permission now i've had times when you know the teacher has been like no you can't drink water and i'm thirsty looking back looking back at that memory i think about that that a lot because in college like uh, <laughs> you, you can just do anything you want right so when i so when i came here and i sat in my first lecture i was like super free you can drink you can leave anytime you can come anytime whatever you want you know at your own ease and that was like the huge difference from where we started to where we are right but it's also pretty annoying asking to drink water because growing up i used to drink so much water especially like in summers it's so hard because i don't know but that's one thing i really distinctly remember ma'am may i drink some water and if you spend too much time in drinking water yeah it was it, it was be, all sorts of weird dude like then there would be their own consequences i'm pretty sure yeah. that thing does not exist now because it's so weird also like bottle and human rights violation why can't i drink why, why do i need your permission to drink water you know uh i don't know dude like i'm pretty sure it's changed now but looking back like i distinctly remember like asking and you know i'm all tears when the teacher said no i'm like i'm really thirsty ma'am please please ma'am have Just... some mercy on me <laughs> good yeah i didn't know that much english uh, you know uh, at that point mercy i'm pretty sure mercy was not in my book app so <laughs> yeah but we have come a long way long way from that yeah you have <laughs> have you <laughs> we'll talk about that later okay moving forward to middle school okay in middle school i guess for everyone among us we would have certain memories that we still remember some very small things might be related to friends food the lunch breaks the morning assemblies or all sorts of weird random small memories what is that thing for you i i had a good middle school experience um but at the same time i was bullied in middle school so i don't know i uh, all the memories related to bullying kind of like just sunk inside and didn't surface so i wouldn't react to that right but eventually they became unresolved issues in my life you know which affected my later on decisions but i my middle school experience was like it was both it was like good and bad because i was bullied so you know that part was the worst but then i had good friends and i had a good circle at the same time and you know most of the people from middle school are still my friends even though like i've been away from them for the last 7 years so there's that bond and i don't know middle school when we talk about middle school it's it's like 
all the memories from middle school are like you know realizing the preteen age realizing like realizing about yourself what you like what you don't like introduction to a you know how your language changes you know how you how you know a lot of abuses gets you know added into your vocabulary all the no no words uh one thing i i clearly so it's kind of weird dude because my first day of the middle school i really remember well back in india we used to like pack all the books right we didn't have locker system so we used to carry books from home and then get them back and we we used to have eight books and notebooks books and every yeah books and notebooks and we had used to have how much eight periods right uh, so eight classes in a day eight classes in a day means eight eight book and eight notebooks right so my pack used to be heavy yeah, every that was... used to be super duper heavy my first and then day, a nice pencil box and yeah. then a lunch box and a big bottle bottle yeah obviously <laughs> the bottle bottle should go around your neck that's how you don't lose it <laughs> but uh so I got into the school called Billa High School uh in Kolkata and uh, I was admitted a week late so I go there um and uh, I'm reporting to the invigil um uh, to the uh, I'm missing the word class teacher no to the coordinator of standard 6 so I go up there and like now as any indian parents would think they have suggested me it's your first day at school you should just take all your books because you don't know the routine yet you don't want to be like studying without the books <laughs> so i sit there with like my bag heavier than me and me you know just trying to maintain my balance just getting crushed under the weight of your bag to be like no matter my coordinator takes one look at me forgets everything she like why is your bag so heavy today is your first day and i'm like but ma'am she is like open your bag right now <laughs> and i'm like okay Have you put all your books? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I remember that conversation very vividly. And then she takes me to my section, uh, you know, which was section C. Oh, high five! Oh, yeah, high five! Yeah. No, I, I was never a big fan of the section C, to be honest. So I was like, mm, like, hmm. doesn't matter. Different section C experience. But that that's that's first memory of middle school. And then I remember not being. Uh, uh, apparently all of my bullying issues now bullying uh, memories now i do them i remember them clearly but middle school was nice middle school so i so i transitioned from a you know a very small school which was right you know next door because because at least how my parents thought was the closer the school is the faster we can reach the kid convenience yeah. you know uh, if something happens and stuff like that and my sisters were in that school as well so it was also like they're going to take care of him but that school was not great and my elder sister who's who lives in minneapolis now you know about her uh, her name is navya so navya the actually <laughs> was determined to get me into a better school because she looked at the guys from that school and she was like uh, yeah it's if if it's about manish's future he needs to go to a better school so she made all the effort she got me into billa high billa is one of the at that point of time it was it was one of the best schools in kolkata i don't know where it stands right now but so i get in now there's like you a, go, you it's a down. huge culture gap dude yeah. like it's a huge culture gap 
So I had a lot of trouble fitting in initially because I, I used to be the quiet guy who doesn't know much. It was like everyone's like talking about brands. Everyone's talking about Nike, Adidas. I'm like, I don't have those things because again, I come from a very humble family and we were not exposed to a lot of things early on, you know. So that was a culture shock. And then there was this transition in my life where I became, a, I was not materialistic, but then the materialistic, you know, nature kicked in. It's like, oh, I need branded things. Oh, I need gaming consoles. Oh, I need to, you know, uh, have my hair up, cut properly. I'm going to select how I look. All these things started kicking in, in, in middle school, right? So that was, that was my, you know, coming of the new age kind of phase. It's like, now I know. Uh, looking back, I kind of regret some of the style <laughs> decisions I took, but uh, for the time they were great. I had a good time in, in school, but that that was the transition, which was like just getting to know. I remember like vividly, like uh, I didn't know what the middle finger meant for the longest time. And so I asked someone like two months into into getting into Verla High in my carpool, it's like, what does the middle finger mean? So, yeah, it was a lot of things, a lot of, it was a big culture gap for me, even though it was in the same city. But yeah, that was the biggest transition. I remember, I remember having a very similar experience, but... I guess for a lot of people, it's the same. On the different end, concerning your last story. So I remember being in fifth standard, mm -hmm. and then this one friend approaching me, he was like, hey, do you know the meaning of middle finger? I was like... Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you were pompous as a kid. Like, it's a... Like, it's I was music. really into, like, pop culture, you know? Like, songs and movies and series back then. So I'd seen a lot of stuff. So I obviously knew the reference. I got into pop culture really late in my life. Like, Standard 7th. Like, that's when I actually started listening to Linkin Park and Green Day and a little bit of Nirvana. I was like, okay, cool. English song. The first English song that I heard was Akon Smack Dad. Smooth that on the flowers. No, we did not need that. We I I still love that song, dude. That song was great. But yeah. Again. But yeah, he approached you and I was like, Kelly, and he was like, like shocked. He was like, how do you know this? I was like, doesn't everyone know this? And he was like, no. <laughs> yeah, you, dude. me, and one other guy in this entire class knows this. I was like, wow, that's some research. Like, <laughs> So... I mean, that's dedication, dude. That guy literally went to each kid and asked, do you know what the middle finger means? So he's flipping everyone off for not knowing it. But yeah, I distinctly remember that experience. It felt, it felt kind of cool. I was like, wow, I'm like one of three. I'm the coolest. <laughs> well, so, so you've come a long way, but in the, like in a downward spiral from like the coolest guy to uh, your current being. Sure, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Moving on, you transitioned from your amazing middle school experience to being an all-boys high school. Tell so, my middle school was also all-boys, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, standard six to, from standard six till standard 12th, it was all-boys. Oh. Yeah. The, I see the deficiencies in nature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah. how was it? Kind of yeah, how was the transition from middle school to your high school? Um, sometimes I s sit uh, and when I like, everyone does that, I guess. You sometimes just like sit and go retrospect in life and see the decisions you've made, right? 
I like things you've done. Sometimes I wish it's 50-50 where I'm like, I shouldn't have transitioned to a different school. And sometimes I'm like, I did the right thing. But so the whole story is I I got some I got good grades inside a tent. I was not great at studies. Like, I don't know. How do you put it? I don't understand because I never used to study. So I never got grades. But once I started putting a little bit of effort, I was like consistently in like, you know, top three and top five of my class. So I was like, okay, all right. There might be something here to look like look into. So I had that brief stint where I was like, yeah, I should kind of like try to push my limits. So I went to this really rigorous, hardcore boarding school in Andhra Pradesh, Vishakhapatnam. And it was me. It was an IIT coaching school, right? So they'll, they're going to teach you for uh, IIT and then they're going to also teach you CBSC, but that's going to be like sidetracked. So it was not a normal school. And it was a hostel base. So, you know, all boys, hostel, and I don't want to get into details, but it was it was a hell of a... Um, it was... Uh, you take anxiety and crippling depression and you put it in a box and provide it rotten food, you know, that describes the experience I had there. Very vivid description. But, but the point is, I also learned how much, I learned some things about my limits because it was such an environment where everyone just wanted to get good grades. No one wanted to be friends. It was cutthroat and there was a huge cultural difference because I came from, again, I came from a humble family, but, I have had a very comfortable life. My roommates, on the other hand, and like most people there, were people whose dads were in common jobs or like, you know, very middle class. Not that well off. Yeah, well off, but pretty middle class Indians. I see. Right? Okay. Uh, I, I, I would say I don't consider myself middle class in India because, no, I live, I have lived a more comfortable life than a lot of other people, than a lot of middle class people, right? My values might be middle class, but socioeconomically, I'm not. So there was that gap as well. So I never did make great friends there because it was always, you know, you got highly competitive. It was highly competitive, pretty toxic. It was, it's one of the most toxic places I've been in my life. Right. So I, I look back and I see, did I make a good decision or not? But being in that place, I'm going to tell you, I... I have put in 14 hours of work for a good one and a half year of my life every day. Because you don't have cell phones. You don't have contact with the outside world. You don't have laptops. You don't have any electronic device. Like, and to ensure that they didn't give us plug points in a room to even charge. So even if you have any electronic device, you can't charge it. Right? You're like five guys living in one small room, sharing one bathroom. And it's rigorous. We only got like three hours a day off from morning seven till evening ten. You only had three hours off in which we had to have lunch, dinner, breakfast, sleeping, bathing, laundry, whatever. So, I don't know. It was it was like a prison where we were like, it was pretty much like a prison. But yeah. That was, that was majorly my transition. So from like a school where I learned a lot about pop culture, a lot about fashion, you know, kind of like getting woke about the world and becoming a little 
little high class. So from, from a really high class school in Kolkata, I go to like a prison in Vishakhapatnam. And that transition kind of, again, I did not, even in that transition, whatever issues I had, I kind of just, you know, uh, did ignored them and did not address them. So a lot of those issues are coming back to me right now. And like, I'm trying to resolve them. But yeah, so again, major flaw for my transition second time that I did not, you know, try to address my issues that, you know, at the moment. So what do you think were your biggest teachings that you took away from your high school life that have been helpful to you in college and since? I think it was more about self-revelation that I do have the capacity to go above and beyond, you know. Because I, I saw myself burning the candle at both ends. So I know when time comes, like, I can pull all-nighters. I can, like, work and leave everything behind. And I think that kind of dictates my current life as well. The way I function is very goal-oriented. And my goals are, like, highly driven by all my passion pursuits. So I'm, like, always, like, working towards a goal. And so that that was my biggest learning, I guess. It was more self-revelation that, okay... I'm kind of I'm, I obsess over my passion and then I forget everything else and work on it and I've done that in college as well I see so talking about toxic environments moving and moving to Europe <laughs> how, how was the transition to college life in US no the toxicity came later at in college but it was nice dude I was so excited I was so happy but so transition was a big one. So let's first talk about everything non-academic. We can jump into academic transition, which itself is a big thing. I tell you, coming, so me deciding to come to America place gives you, will give you some context on like how my initial transition was. Uh, so living there, living with those people kind of made me realize that I really did not want to stay in India because, uh, and I know I kind of, it's unfair to say that, but I did not want to stay with them because I, uh, it was not adding to my personality and my personal growth. You know, maybe it was just a subset of people and a different time. Maybe in college, those peers would have been great. But at the time, I felt really boxed in. So for me, I the only thing I wanted to do was escape, right? Escape that environment, escape them, escape those people. So, and my sister was in US. So I was like, I want to go to US. You know, uh, you know, global public university. I want to go attend some big universities. You know, and I was I was pretty good at studies at that point. Like, that's great. So I called called my parent. I was like, I want to talk to you, dad. And and right now, like my whole family thinks that I'm studying for IIT. And, and then was this? So this was uh, my last year of high school. So my senior year, three months before the final you know the final, final exams, exams. Yeah. this was december we we used to have final exams in uh, march. march yeah right so it's like november december and i called my dad and i'm like i really want to talk to you but i don't want to do this over phone again don't ask me how we called we used to keep phones somehow contraband somehow. yeah <laughs> not contraband it's our phone it's but we were just not allowed to keep it but somehow we used to keep it because we had to talk to our family and friends uh so I call him and he comes down after a week and we sit and I'm like, I don't want to live here. He's like, wait, what? I'm like, I don't want to be in India. I want to go abroad. And the first thing he says, 
okay if that's what you want go for it but you need to get into one of the top universities in america otherwise you'll have to reappear for iit exams because you have put in a lot, lot of work so just for the sake of going to america i'm not going to send you to any university i was like okay fair deal so i leave my iit preparations you know i'm focusing on my board so cbse preparations and by that time by december i have we have already finished the whole uh, you know high school curriculum four times yeah and we are in like the fifth revision period. revision process yeah, you, you, you know <laughs> and i think and then i start start studying from a cbsc and i leave my it thing uh iit preparation and then i just give my cbsc and get out of here there as soon as possible and i apparently scored in the top 5 so my my cbsc score was like the top 5 in the whole school uh, and it was a pretty big school so they kept calling me to come back and prepare with them for like the upcoming mains and advanced exams and i was like that's so i really didn't want to you know even be there my dad came and then i left and i started turning for the sats toefl everything got it i i had to take a year gap because that decision came late i i got into udub and then i got into csc later that's how we all of us had to do it that was dope though but so that was the transition so like coming here was like such a big deal for me because i had to f- literally you know stop everything that i was planning it was like a pivot for my plans so it was very exciting and yet i was really scared yeah. because there was always this thing did i make a right decision cuz i was already in my mind did i you know i might have screwed up by choosing to go to this hardcore school for my high school right so high school is also like big time for your personality development so coming here was like it was that thing in my mind like kept taking me is like did i make the right decision but yeah so it was nice it was it was an exciting transition in my life yeah looking back i was kind of stupid when i came here <laughs> but yeah what was the first awe moment you had when you landed after you landed what do you mean okay so you know i'm 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 a patrol head right i land um and i'm in my uber on my way to campus and i see a ferrari zoom right by me like oh i'm in america <laughs> But all I could think when I was in the flight was about frat parties and like, you know, the general <laughs> Indian guy thinking, or any guy thinking, you know, coming to America because of the all the portrayals from like high school movies and stuff. That okay, this is gonna be lit. High school musical? Uh, not really, but like just the general, you know, pop culture has taught us a different things. It's different than reality. A lot. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that 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 transition was kind of like exciting yet scary. I see. And this might not sound major, but having known you personally, you have had a big transition within your college life itself. Yes. So that's what has that been about? <laughs> this has been. It's more about. So I told you, like my personality development kind of stopped, right? So how I left, you know, standard tenth. i was the same person as standard you know after like graduating high school because i did not have a connection with you know outer world i did not know how to hold a proper conversation because all my conversations were about 
you know, stuff, you know, <laughs> physics, chemistry, and maths. And like, Problem number this. So yeah. you lose people's skills, you lose a lot of skill, and you lose perspective. Like the biggest thing, like biggest thing about, you know, personality is perspective. What kind of perspective do you have and what kind of perspective do you add to a conversation? I I did not have that. I kind of had that, but I lost that. It did not improve over time. So when I came here, it was a constant struggle for me to kind of improve myself. And it, it it's a really slow process, dude. So it really kicked in like two years ago, I guess, when I kind of knew what I wanted to become, what I wanted my personality to be, what what kind of values I wanted to have and what what kind of value... I wanted to bring on the table, you know, and once, once I realized that, you know, I started working on those and started incorporating that. Yeah. The goal sticks were basically clear for you. Yeah. Then I knew, okay, this is the kind of personality I want in my life. It's still a struggle because I'm st- still some part of my personality, which I want to change. Right. It, it changes eventually. Like it's, it's a working process, dude, but like, I'm a soul, like, I, I'm like a huge believer of like people changing. I'm like, people can change because I changed and I saw that. So I'm like, yes, people change. Optimist. People change for good, you know? So you, you have to be optimist. Come on. Uh, when you go through so many changes in your own life, like I can't imagine like how far I've come. Like when you talk about me personally, my friends, my old friends say that, I've changed a lot. Like, they don't even know who I am now. Like, how have you become so sophisticated? How are you working so much? Or like, you know, what happened to the person who was just game all the time and not care about... The fun manish. (laughs) Well, that was the fun manish. I don't know. I feel more complete now because I kind of have a... Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You were waiting for that, right? Yes, but I kind of have like... I kind of know what... What my personality is, what I am personally, what my values are. So everything now on. So now I know when I look back at this time, I'm going to be, I took the right decisions. And, and you learn what's important, you know, what, what values to bring. And I'm kind of like jumbling words right now. Cause I'm, I'm trying to find a good word to describe exactly. But think about this, like now I think myself as a citizen of the world like my thoughts my perspective is not defended by boundaries of where i'm from you know or where i live your bubble is wider my bubble is burst it's burst open i really don't have boundaries when it comes to thinking when it comes to approaching people when it comes to this i don't feel friction or you know consciousness was like I shouldn't do it or I'm not confident enough, you know. So I, I know I can put myself out there now. It's it's that global perspective that I've gotten that has, you know, led my personality, me to personally develop to what I am right now. And I'm, I'm hoping that I keep developing. This process should never stop. That's true. And now finally you're in that phase where you are I believe anxiously waiting for your work to start. <laughs> so what do you think this transition would be like? I think when you're transitioning, I feel super lucky because I kind of realized this whole transitioning process. Sometimes you don't even realize you're transitioning 
you know uh, from different two different phases of life you know because it yeah, gets, when you're it, in it, it gets really busy yeah it's like recession you look, can look back at it and know okay there was recession but when you are in it you don't know exactly yeah. but for the first time i know that i am mid transition so for me all I, a lot of my efforts are going into looking back on what kind of mistakes i did while transitioning and trying not to like you know do that again and the second thing is what i have been doing it it's being over critical the just anyone listening to it don't do it cuz it will put you in a downward spiral of overthinking but one thing i've been doing is i think about my personality i think about my personal life about my personal growth about you know my values and i'm like what are some good things that i want to take into the next phase of my life and i'm trying to stick to them as much as i can and then some of the negative things i am working on during the transition to fix but yeah this on i i feel good about this transition period because i'm kind of aware of what's going on so it'll be nice it, it's nice and i'm hoping the best out of it and i guess that's where we will wrap up today's episode so thank before you before wrapping yeah. up though before wrapping up before wrapping up i want to ask about what's what do you think about like your transition period from i want to i want to talk about your recent transition period which is from college to becoming a young professional because you went through that transition pretty recently what was that like for you i'm not sure how to define it because for every person it it is going to be a sub- subjective change but for me it was a lot simpler than i had assumed it to be and for most parts i believe i can i can attach that to my past work experiences and how they kind of made me aware of how things actually work out in the real world and what should i expect and what should i not expect once i start working a, a lot because of those reasons i believe my transition ended up being a lot smoother than i had expected and that was for the work transition itself apart from work that i have been actively trying to catch up on things and start cooking reading recording doing all sorts of development outside of my work so there have been a lot of things that i have been actively trying to transition to and learn but just talking about my work transition it ended up being pretty smooth because of my past experiences i think i think one point that you mentioned was expectations and how to set your expectations that's a really big thing when you become aware of transitions you start expecting a lot from yourself so it's always good to know your boundaries and you know have expectations which are realistic and easily achievable because i know for a fact when you you know overplan and overexpect it only leads into disappointment but one thing again one another thing that was like really important for me looking back was in every transition i wish i kind of like stuck held on to more people in my life cuz that would have been nice i have a great support system dude but i'm just saying it would have been a lot life would have, life would be more easier if i kind of held on to a lot some more people i cuz yeah i that's that's <laughs> a great point for everyone to learn from yeah people <laughs> it's hard to find real connections in this world so if you find a connection 
put your 100% into it like let me put it in a simple way you should put your effort but you should also feel wanted at the same time because if you're putting in efforts and you don't feel wanted then that's not the place for you and you shouldn't be holding on i guess well yeah that was a transition stories and i think we can do you want to call off the interview i'm sorry i just became the host matter of completely fine i'm and sorry i guess we can hold off a conversation just about expectations for another episode because oh my god i i really want to talk about that we will yeah. talk about that it's, it's a, a very one. interesting and deep topic but yeah uh thanks manish for sharing a lot of really interesting and weird stuff today yeah. and i hope everyone has fun listening to it and learning from it yeah and thank you so much for taking me back to you know giving me a flashback of my own life you know those were some great questions thank you so much and i look forward to interviewing you in the next episode uh, i think that's it yeah yeah bye, bye guys bye everyone <laughs>